Alright, so I don't know what kind of weird rabbit hole I just went down on YouTube, but somehow I... Okay, I guess the video's still playing. I got onto some chick named Whoa Vicky, who is a white girl who sounds like she's from the hood. And I genuinely think she does talk like that, and that is how she is. And there's... It's, um... I don't know what I'm trying to say. I shouldn't try to... I'm trying to write a script ahead of what I'm thinking about instead of just saying what comes to my mind. I don't know why, but... <clears throat> it just got me thinking. Because they got all these things about a cultural appropriation and... And, uh, the, the Dolls All chick who identified as black, this Woe Vicky chick who sounds like she's from the hood, and it really is how she is and how she talks. And then there's the, the Cash Me Outside, How About That Girl? And I guess her and the other Woe Vicky girl, who's also the other white girl who sounds black, got in a fight. Which was actually really compelling to watch. That was kind of fascinating. The story of these strange girls. But it just got me thinking. Things that resonate with you. This is why I never got a cult cultural appropriation. Because it just sounds retarded. Because if something resonates with you. And you feel a connection in your soul to something. Who's to tell you you can't experience that just because you were born a certain color or in a certain socio and economic tier or whatever. If your soul is telling you that that is what you identify with. Who the fuck is anyone to tell you what you can do. With your own free will. It's it's just ridiculous. If a girl... If this white girl grew up in a hood... Went through the same exact things that... Quote unquote... Black people... Ghetto people... You know... Whatever they say to... Belittle anyone from that area. It... I, I don't know. I'm getting on a tangent, but... The differences between us, black and white, this whole race thing, I think is, is deeper than, than race. Race is just the biggest issue on whatever the divide is. Because it's the most obvious thing using your eyeballs that you can set yourself aside from somebody else with. And that's what it is. It's just gatekeeping to the extreme where you... Identify the differences and you take your differences and build them up and you take someone else's differences and make them lesser. So everything that they are is lesser, everything that you are is bigger. And then if you start teaching every generation that over and over and over again, then it's just going to be a, a huge automatic machine that you, it's going to be extremely difficult to stop. And that's where we are now. With race relations, it it was just a way to for some poor sad soul to 
induce his will and feel powerful by praising his differences and putting down another's. And it turned into a giant shit snowball of fuck and divided two groups of people because they're different. I mean, that's a huge generalization. If you go through history, then, yeah, you're going to get into all kinds of little idiosyncrasies of the same things. But basically, the the basic thing is someone or some group of people decided that they're going to take the obvious differences between each other and use it to 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 make a divide. And whoever... What are you yelling about? Really, dude? Anyway. If it all comes down to just one side winning some battle between the two and making it so that their qualities were better and the other person's qualities were lesser. And because they won whatever the battle was, they were the ones that got to write the history, and they're the ones that were allowed future generations to just believe this is the way things are. So it's the way it's always been, so what can we do about it? You know? It's just stupid. When we're all the same. Exactly the same. And that's why I believe... I mean, yeah, there are bullshit stories of, oh, I identify as a girl I, because I want to go in the men's room. Do you know the people who try to belittle actual transgender people by saying, well, I'll just put on a dress and go in the bathroom. It's, it's just so dumb. Why are you, something makes you uncomfortable. Why are you going to make that person feel bad about it? Because you feel weird? You're, you have to make someone else feel bad? That's just don't impose on each other's free will and everything would be amazing. If we could just live our lives and, and follow one rule, if every single one of us followed that one rule, then it would be a perfect society. Do whatever you want. You can do anything you want in this world except impose in this universe. Except impose on somebody else's free will. And if everyone did that, that means no one's going to impose on your free will, and that means you're free to do anything you want. Now, some people's minds might be going to, well, like, I could just kill a guy? No, that's because in this society, people wouldn't even fathom doing anything like that because that's the ultimate ultimate envision of invasion of free will if everyone could do it then we could be a hundred percent sure that no one would ever hurt us and it seemed I think that's what utopia is that's what paradise is because It sounds so good that it seems so impossible to ever, ever happen. Because yes, we do have free will and we can use that free will to do whatever we want to somebody else's free will. And that's where the problem lies. Not in, not 
imposing on someone else's free will is a conscious choice. A very difficult one, apparently. Because of how we're conditioned and how we're showed to interact with other people based on what we see, hear, or feel. And if you grow up with one perspective, then you're going to apply that perspective to everything you encounter. So if you grow up in one group of people who think this group of people's bad, you're going to grow up. And if you never encounter... Uh, say this, you grow up and the first time you ever encounter a person like what you grew up to believe was bad, before you even say a word to them, you've already made up your mind about a lot of shit they're about to do. And how can you... How can you battle that when that way of thinking was bred into you and not even really your fault? It's just what we decided to do all the time. And since we've been doing it for a long time, that must be how we got to keep doing it, right? That's what I mean. We're just born and told, you go do this. And we're like, okay, we're going to go do that. And we're going to do that so good that if anyone else does it different than the way we do it, we're going to get really mad about it. Instead of thinking, why am I doing this? What is this for? What is this? And you're not being an asshole by asking questions. It, in order to do the best job you possibly can, you need to know everything about the motivation of what you've got to do. The reasons, that everything about it. But... But yeah, that's what this video got me thinking about. Yes, yeah, this annoying white girl who somehow talks a certain way that people don't think she should talk like. And yes, it went to. Okay, this is gonna. There was this. I don't even know the video. I might find a link and post it, but I'm lazy. But. But it's just like, where is Woe Vicky now? And it basically goes through her whole history. And watching it, I the first video she did where she found out she was black, the one that everyone probably knows about if you ever saw her before, it broke my heart a little bit. Because as I'm watching it, I'm seeing a girl get confirmed what she's believed in herself her whole life. She may be like, oh, I didn't really think I was black. But you could tell she, in her soul, knew she was a black girl. Or whatever society deemed what a black girl is, she knew she had that. She was what society decided a black girl looked like. But she had white skin and all this and all that. And when you put it in that context, it's really easy to see how fucked up it is to be in a body you your soul doesn't match with a transgender or gay or any of that and honestly we're, we're still it's probably going to be a while before we can get rid of the binary system but because but i can see how it can branch into anything because how we look is only a factor of the physical world. 
And how we look, unfortunately, is one of the main ways we view the world, the gaze. That's G-A-Z-E. I'm not talking about the gaze yet. I'll probably get to them soon. <laughs> but I can really see where one's soul can be tortured by not looking like they feel. And to laugh at someone who truly feels that, like, she acts out, I can tell, I don't know what it is, it's just a feeling of watching that first video and seeing her be so relieved and happy that she finally has confirmed what she's always believed and then the internet went crazy and took it away from her. And now she got crazy defensive and loud and obnoxious and that's just how she decides to deal with it and that's her, her thing. Not how I would, but, you know, whatever. Then again, I don't have millions of people telling me I'm not what I think I am in my soul. And getting angry at me and blah, blah, blah. And yes, this is a small... On a social scale, this is a small issue. I mean, it doesn't... It's not as heavy as, as transgender and, and all that right now. But but I, I think it cross-applies. Swap out thinking she's black, swap in thinking she's a man. It's, it's the same concept. And he can take that same concept to the most complex example of that. And it, I, th I think it'll still apply. This girl's soul, and anyone's soul, whose outer appearance, appearance or how the physical world defines you doesn't match what's in your soul that's big suffering and it might tie into because i have an idea that that in order because i defined these paths we're on we have our own paths some of our paths are parallel to others and they look like ours but then when we compare our path to someone else's path that's where we suffer because we're not traveling our path. And and I think in order to get farther along in our paths, it takes great self-sacrifice and a lot of suffering to get to the mind state you need to be in to let go of everything in the physical world. And... Each incarnation you go through, I think you can choose the level of suffering you're willing to go through depending on how far ahead you want to get on the road. Because if you're on a kind of trip on this life that you're going to get as far ahead as possible and you're going to try to make it to that moment that, that you know, that crazy moment that is the first thing that ever happened ever. I have more on this on, I think, one of the commute ones I did, but on explaining this concept of what the moment is, being in the, the moment, it all leads to the first thing that's ever happened ever. But anyway, I digress. I do that a lot. But yeah, in order to get it farther along in this path, the life you choose, the farther you want to get, into breaking from the physical world 
and, and freeing your soul and getting that much closer, suffering is a choice that you need to go through. And that would mean all kinds of bad shit for you. In order to explore your soul to the point you know it completely. You need to live every life. Every you, version of you has to live every single life that's possible. And that's what we're doing. We're currently going through those lives. And every iteration that's possible. So, And this, as you're listening, is the one you're in right now. Wherever that is. And if anything I'm starting to learn is that if, the, if this is true and we are constantly incarnating and living the infinite lives with our infinite selves, then we have a lot more control over how our life's going to go than we even know is possible. Like, I want to get farther ahead on the spiritual path. I'm going to have to get rid of material. I'm going to have to, to to increase the suffering so that I can soul search enough to see a clearer picture of my soul. Because the more perspectives and the more lives you live, the more clear your soul is going to appear to you. So yeah, another tangent, but but yeah, it just got me thinking that who is anyone to say how anyone should feel or think based on physical attributes? And like I said, we got so far to the point that it's so ingrained in us and it's so systematic that to break it, to stop it, it's going to be a huge task and it's going to be a lot of work to stop those eons of conditioning that we get from the time we're born. And the more experiences you have and the more people you're exposed to, a little bit more you're accepting of others because you have collected those perspectives. But if you grow up with one single perspective, whenever you're presented with something that's different, you're going to apply that one perspective to every aspect and make a lot of mistakes and a lot of things. And what you do when you make those social mistakes based on your flawed upbringing, how you choose to learn from those is, is how you're going <clears> to <throat> how the rest of your journey is going to go. If you choose to learn from it and to accept it and to change it so that when you next you meet someone that is like what triggered you before, you'll be like, okay, this is what happened and it was fine. Let's see what happens. Or you can learn nothing and be like, oh, I don't like it. But what about this? Nope. But I don't think that makes sense because uh-uh, I'm not, I don't, I don't care. I'm not going to listen. La, 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 la. Those people are never going to fucking learn. Or if they are, it's going to take something really big to knock some sense into them. It's going to take way more than a, a whiny social justice warrior or a 
protester to be whining in your face. You're not going to change anyone's mind with that, so don't waste your energy. They need to be knocked hard with reality in order to, to see that. And the sad reality is the harder it's ingrained in you and the harder you fight against it. Because having it ingrained in you and then fighting to keep that flawed vision is the worst combination. You're just going to die stupid, I guess. You're not going to know anything about anything in the world. and You're just going to have your narrow perspective and then you're going to die. And it seems to be happening more and more, especially right now with the way the country is so divided. And right now, I don't think it can be reversed. I mean, it seems to be getting a little better, but I don't know if that's just because I turned Facebook off and I don't go on it anymore. But <clears throat> And maybe it wasn't as bad as it seemed on Facebook, but it's just... How do you reverse that eons of, of flawed conditioning? I mean, I guess all I can, all anyone can do, how they control themselves, is all you can can control is yourself. So all I can do is try to be the example of what I would like to see in the world. That old saying, I've, I think I've heard something similar to that all the time, but... Be, what was it? Be the, ch be the change you want to see in the world. There it is. So yeah, there's no reason to get angry at someone who thinks in their soul that something's not right and, and something about where they are doesn't match. I guess those can be chalked up to glitches in the matrix or I think before you start a new life there's a there's a moment an afterlife moment where you get to choose like like little options for your next life like my next life I want to cruise it you know take it easy uh what year am I going to okay that they had racist white people there so make me an old rich white man I don't know, whatever. Oldish white man in in the sixties. Boom, you're an oldish white man in the sixties because that is part of history and that did happen and unfortunately there's nothing you can do to change that. You can decide to go I don't know. Anyway, that's a I'm getting outside thing, but I think there's an area where you choose what your next life is gonna be like. And some people choose, and it depends on the age of your soul, what what your options are. Like you unlock options as you live these lives. <clears throat> but in this area where you're picking your next life, you can choose difficulty settings, I guess, is a way to put it. And... When it comes to how easy you want your life, you can also choose how much suffering you're willing to endure. You just give them a level of suffering because you're like, I want to get real far on the road on this trip, so let's go with like 80% suffering, and then boom. You don't get to choose after that. You're just like, I want this amount of suffering, 
this amount of ease, this amount of this, this amount of this, and then they send you. And it's like a lottery, a Russian roulette of of different factors that go together to give you whatever the options you chose. So if you're like, I want a lot of suffering. So they're like, okay, you're going to go to Alabama 1792. And you're going to be a woman, gay, atheist, and black. So now you're in the south in the fucking middle of slavery, going through a whole shitload of suffering, <clears throat> which is going to give you, sorry about that, which is going to give you a shit ton of time for soul searching because you're going to be in the darkest parts of your soul and you're going to be able to explore and get farther on this road. And now you can take everything you learned from that life and when you go into that afterlife area before you choose your next one you can be like okay i gained all these skills from that life i'd like to apply them to make this next life like this i want this much it's, I, I i had a lot of suffering that one let's do this life minimal suffering and but i want to get along with people so maybe they'll send you somewhere in the near future where these kind of social issues have been educated correctly and you're conditioned to ha to have that understanding growing up and so you go to that one where life is a lot easier and people love each other and because that future is just as valid and just as real as the 60s that i was talking about or the slave days because there are things that have happened lives that have been lived and you can't change that And the consequence of that is whatever life you're in, you only have the history of, from that life back. So that's why we can guess what might be in the future based on our our soul because we know what lives we've been through. But, you know, whatevs. Well, again... That was not planned. I don't. I was gonna sit down and ri actually write today for an hour because I was like, this thing started as a writing thing. You should do more writing. But I went down the YouTube hole and then was like, I want to talk about this because it's starting to me make me think about some heavy shit. It's making me think about really heavy shit that's affecting us today. So maybe I should get that out because. If I try to write it down, I'm, it's going to take too long. I'm not going to be able to get the idea out. And if I lay here and think about it and just worry and just be like, oh, you'll remember it. I can't trust myself with that right now because I think it's, I don't know. <clears throat> I get it. So I'm just trying to be transparent and honest about my thought processes. And there was a, a Reddit comment that... Set so made a very good point about be careful about what your motivations are when you do these recordings because if you do expect an audience then you'll sort of put on a persona and that's slightly true i'm sure i have put on a slight persona knowing that i was going to post this and somebody might listen but i've also been making a strong effort to 
to be myself 100%. And I think I have about a 90-10 success rate, 10% persona, 90% real right now. So, And I think I'm being honest with myself when I say that. I had to check myself and see if I was just inflating my numbers, but I don't think so. It, it feels true. I've been 90% honest and 10% persona. Whenever I start doing, like, stupid cheesy jokes, that's 100% persona right there. But if I laugh at myself and snort, that's 100% purse. That's me. Because <laughs> I'm a dork. But, but, yeah, I think I'll stop it there, and, and I will do some... Maybe I'll find a prompt and do some writing, but that video just got me thinking and about... It was breaking my heart seeing her be, like, so happy that she found out she was black and, and blah, 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 and then seeing her history after that and seeing how she's just, you could tell she's so disappointed because she, she thought in her soul she was finally validated and then society was like, nah, bitch, you, uh-uh, sorry. And then she's like, fuck, guess I wasn't. And I have to go back to hating myself because I'm not who I think I am. But anyway, yeah, shit like that got me thinking. <laughs> Alright, well, whoever listens, thank you for listening. Try to make this one a little shorter, because I'm rambling again, but I don't give a shit. <clears throat> I want to make this one a little shorter, because I, I tried to listen back to my own one-hour one, and there were a lot of good points in there. I'm not trying to brag, but... There was a lot of things I I liked what I said, and I, it was things that I do believe, and I think it was important to say, but they get lost in between a lot of shit. Like, I mean, it's entertaining to me because I'm having a good time while I was watching TV and just looking around the room and talking about whatever comes to my mind. That was fun, but I get how it can be exhausting for others to listen to, and if I do want people to listen to it, to these things, I should make them a little more palatable, so, maybe that's the next evolution, I pick topics, and keep it, I mean, talk as long as I need to feel like I need to, I guess, but, split it up into topics instead of, dude, you can't keep on topic for shit, <laughs> quit talking shit and just go, okay, so yeah, I'm gonna go. Another thing I just thought about it, this deep fake technology that came out and how fucking amazing it is and how it's going to fuck some shit up for a while. We need to start educating everyone on what deep fake is and how it can be used and show them how realistic it looks so that people can start questioning everything they see. Because <laughs> I think deep fake might be actually the best thing to happen in order to kill fake news because it's so convincing and so real that once you're you figured out that it, you were fooled by it that you will try to do everything in your power to make sure that what you saw was real like when when what you see isn't real and it fucks you and deep fake makes you 
angry or do something stupid based on something you saw because somebody made it to manipulate you or manipulate someone else, then you're going to get a big wake-up call and want to know the sources and the truth about every single thing that you see on the internet because you're not going to get spanked like that again. So maybe deep fake is could be the cure to fake news, but until people realize it and get to that point, it's gonna be bad. People are a lot of people are gonna get fooled and 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 manipulated by these fake videos that have realistic looking faces and voices. It's it's insane. 